Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back, Monday, Larry and Julia show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. More listener rewards in this month of March include a chance for you to win a gift card worth $250 to REI. Also, we're giving away a Google Home Smart Speaker, My Talk Gear, My Talk Gear, rather, and uh, gift cards galore. So get yourself registered for rewards uh, either via the app or you can also do it online at mytalk1071.com. All right. Well, we've sent Julia home, or I should say B. Arthur sent her home. Oh, did she really? Oh, yeah. Oh, she's gone. I was, oh, yeah. I was, just, I was wondering where well, she was. Well, she's left the like, studio before. Yeah, I was like, know. oh, she's just on a bathroom break. No, no. The fact <laughs> that she sounds sick and wet, uh, as I said yeah. to her when she came okay. in, you know, uh, what can we say? You just, you're not supposed to come to work if you're sick. That's right. Okay. And there were people that were walking a wide berth around her, including me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, okay. So thank B, you for the B update. Arthur chased her out to the bathroom and said, get the hell out of here. Yes. <laughs> wow. Oh. Um, so, Holly, can you stick around? Yeah, I can stick okay. around. Okay. Oh, man, I, I can. Yeah. It. All right. I'm here. Okay. What are we going to talk about? Well, we're going to talk about Hollywood right now. Because right. uh, remember when Brad Pitt missed the BAFTAs? Uh, he canceled his trip to London. And we're like, ah, she's going to win for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He had Margot Robbie take his uh, place. Well, he cited a family obligation. And now we know what it was. Angelina Jolie in a Time magazine essay that she that was published yesterday in honor of International Women's Day. She wrote that her eldest daughter, 15-year-old Zahara, one of her younger daughters, either Shiloh or Vivian, had surgery. Mm. So he missed that. She, of course, makes no mention of William Bradley Pitt. No. Um, as as uh, But she just said, I've spent the last two months in and out of surgery with my eldest daughter and days ago watched her younger sister go under the knife for a hip surgery. How is that possible? All I could think of was a skateboarding accident or something. Something like that. Well, interestingly, there's paparazzi photographs now out of Angelina Jolie and her kids in L.A. So Angelina Jolie got on the horn and was like, look, we need some photographs to show we're all okay. okay. Uh, There is a picture of Shiloh walking on crutches. Oh, all right. Maybe it was a skateboarding accident. Could very well be. It, It seems like those kids have like a really great gate park and because they've got brothers and there's six kids i just envision a rowdy rough and tumble type of environment totally mm. as it happens when you've got that many kids it 
is you can just imagine the obstacle course. Anyway, she said, um, but on this, she writes on this International Women's Day, writing from the hospital, I find myself focusing my on my daughters for a moment and all that I've learned from them and other young girls I've met around the world. So it's oh, a very sweet and, sentiment. Anyway, it was uh, she does she does uh, write. I think she does have like this kind of assignment where she writes these different opinion pieces or editorial pieces for Time Magazine. Yeah, yeah, cool. Doesn't mm-hmm. she? Yeah, I think so. So I don't know if she's still in England filming the Eternals. I know she was there last fall and into the winter. I have no idea how extensive this uh, movie shoot is or what kind of stunt work she needs to do. But, I mean, she's either in L.A. or London. I don't know where these paparazzi photos were. These are in L.A. They are. And I think they're close in the neighborhood in Los Feliz, from what I can tell. So okay. it looks like Angelina is back at home mm-hmm. with her family. And uh, Vivian is out in these photographs, too. All right. Okay. And then she writes also from her Time magazine, someone said to me when they saw my daughters caring for each other, it comes naturally to girls. I smiled, but then I thought of how often that notion is abused. The girl is expected to take care of others. The woman she grows up to be will be expected to give and care and sacrifice. Girls are often conditioned to think that they are good only when they serve others and selfish or wrong if they ever focus on their own needs and desires. So that was the Mm. theme of this so i just love angelina and i can say that because julia's gone and i don't have to take any any guff i do oh still i I do the the feud continues yeah i just love her i just i i love that her wishes that we value girls care for them and know that the stronger they are the healthier everybody is i mean i like what she does and just because she and Brad didn't work out, can't we live in a world, That's Lori, right. where we appreciate the qualities of Angelina Jolie mm-hmm. as much as we appreciate the qualities of Jennifer Aniston? If Thank we're just going to bring it back yeah, up, right? Yes, can we all just get along? Can we just get along? <laughs> and then the other movie Angelina stars in is uh, this movie titled "Those Who Wish Me Dead," which is the western one that we saw her maybe. In, oh, um, is it a western? It's a western. Ooh. I know nothing about this movie. Yeah, it's called "Those uh, Who Wish Me Dead." So that's so she's got those two movies on the docket. Uh, also Fabulous. on our docket, Donnie posted, um, and I think we've seen a trailer for this. If you've been watching the outsiders oh. which aired the finale on HBO yes, last which night you haven't seen yet I haven't seen Donnie I yeah. don't know how they're going to wrap up oh, there's so find much out. to do you'll no. find out but we've been we've seen this trailer it's coming to HBO it's with Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant and we saw them filming this last year in New York it's called the undoing mm-hmm. it's a six part series the series is cr- created and written for by David E. Kelly, who, of course, worked with Nicole on Big Little Lies, and he adapted the, that book into the TV series. It's directed by Suzanne Beer, and it's based on, I feel like we had this novel on, Donnie, You Should Have Known. Boy, does I that does, hard to remember. Does that, I know, we have so many books. <laughs> There's only been a few hundred authors on this show. Yeah, I know. Um, it's called You Should Have Known. And that book came out a while ago, so we'd have to really look and see. It's by Jean Hoff Korolitz. Oh, I don't remember that name. It came out six years ago, and the premise sounds like a Hitchcock movie. 
So we posted this trailer. So Nicole Kidman plays the wife. Hugh Grant's her husband. He is a dashing, uh, handsome man. He's got a secret dark side, a murder. I mean, it sounds like some kind of a Hitchcock movie. But um, anyway, it... uh, Grace is a marriage counselor played by Nicole Kidman who listens to people in crisis all day. She's hip to, you know, like the faintest whiff of marital infidelity and duplicity, but she never gave her husband a sniff test, if you will. It's a flat out compelling psychological suspense uh, tale that reminds us that smart women sometimes make the most foolish choices. She is not only the most sought after couples therapist in Manhattan, but she's the author of a forthcoming, very hot self-help book, also called You Should Have Known. And, of yeah. course, she's going to find out something devastating. Overnight, something happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doesn't that sound good? Sound totally good. here yeah. for it. Yeah. yeah so a couple of Aussies in that movie. Mm-hmm. What if they drop their accent? Yeah, exactly. So it'll be interesting to see Kidman reteaming with David E. Kelly, who did the Big Little Lies. And of course, Hugh Grant was amazing in a very British scandal. And I know several people saw that movie, The Gentleman, that loved it. The one with Charlie Hunnam and the Guy Ritchie movie. So anyway, we posted that. It just looks real, real good. Um, This this miniseries okay now speaking of people with just like maybe not picking the wrong man and i only say this about this actress because she gave an admission to that in an interview vanity fair so anna de armas who who was brilliant in knives out she was our best dressed at the golden globes (laughs) she looked amazing amazing and she's uh She's 31, and uh, she is has been filming this movie with Ben Affleck called Deep Water. And they were photographed this weekend in Cuba together, and People Magazine has made it clear this was a leisure trip for the two of them. Yes, they're not just working on a film. No, they're done yes. filming. You know, we talked about this on Friday, mm-hmm. Lori, when Tell you guys everything. were gone. I was here saying that I think that this is the real deal, but I also think that it's, you know, they're making it a little public forward a in as much a, a publicationship. Yeah. Yeah. Because Ben Affleck has the movie out right now that nobody went to see over the weekend. And then Anna, is it Anna, right? Anna. Anna, yeah. Well, she's the new Bond girl. Now they're going to have to readjust their publicationship strategy a little bit. Right, because, that's true, because Bond isn't coming out. No, but I think that it's probably well, the a Bond mi- movie is out in November, and so is this one. Yeah. Yeah. All and right. did you guys know Ben Affleck is fluent in Spanish? No. No, I didn't know that. Yes, he is fluent, and apparently someone in Havana that was there, the TMZ, you know, maybe they called TMZ. They're like, yeah, yeah, he was, they were talking in Spanish, and apparently Ben gave several interviews for The Way Back in Spanish. And he even admitted on the Kelly Clarkson show he's been trying to improve because his daughter, Violet, is so good at speaking Spanish. Well, who knew? That's fabulous. But uh, I didn't know he was trying to do that. So anyway, uh, maybe this is why he's not on the dating apps. But um, (laughs) she did tell Vanity Fair that um, she has a tendency to pick the wrong company when it comes to guys. 
Oh, oh so God. she's not exactly setting herself up for success with Ben Affleck. Open your eyes again, <laughs> yeah, girl. Yeah, it's you. happening. It's oh, yeah. possibly happening. So, well. So this movie sounds wow. It's uh, he plays a well-to-do husband who allows. Is this Deep Water? Deep Water. So Ben Affleck, his husband, his wife is Anna. He allows her to have affairs in order to avoid a divorce, but then he becomes the prime suspect when she's killed. When somebody when in the disappearance of her. One of her, one of his lovers. Oh, and it's filmed by the guy who directed Fatal Attraction, Adrian Lin. Oh, wow! And they shot on location in New Orleans over the winter, and so we would see Anna and Ben over the winter. But the movie is, uh, then they were spotted at a bar together in January, and then Savannah. So who knows? But the movie, like you said, doesn't come out until. November. November. Well, this is exciting because what this says, if it's directed by the same guy who did Fatal Attraction and Unfaithful, could this be the lovely return of a hard rated R movie mm. on the big screen? Because we are missing those. Oh, let's have Just it. The, the days of having big sex on the big <laughs> screen. It's true. Holly. It is true. It if is you really look true. At the, if you look at the movies in the 80s, they're so much more racy. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, let's hope that this is a yeah. fabulous return because two beautiful people doing things on the mm-hmm. screen. I don't. I wouldn't say no. That's yeah. right. <laughs> and Forbes magazine also said that uh, about uh, Ben's movie, The Way Out, the the coach coaching story, that his eight and a half million or whatever is kind of typical for these kind of sports movies that they get a word of mouth buzz yeah. going about it. And it's like, kind of like it wasn't that unexpected that it would have kind of been in the eight to $10 million range. Oh. All right. So All right. that's, that's Forbes reporting that for us, that it, uh, it's not necessarily stalled that that's kind of what happens, um, you know, with these adult Kind of dramas, mm-hmm, sports mm-hmm. movie, and then the Invisible Man, like uh, Holly said earlier, he fell to number two. But um, that movie is so good. You guys got to go see that. You're going to like it. At the, it really is. It looks very scary. Did you cover your eyes, Lori, when you were watching it? Um, <laughs> I put a scarf over my eyes <laughs> yeah. a couple times and That's watched through the yeah, scarf, but yeah. it wasn't really anything. It was more. Like, you know, suspenseful. It wasn't necessarily like because of that. I covered my eyes in Parasite, too, because I was so tense and I didn't know what was going to happen when that one guy runs out with that one thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know it's what the part she's talking I know, about. I know. I yeah. know. I know. Okay. So um, the American Film Institute, they are postponing their Life Achievement Gala Award. Well, I'll tell you why. It's April 25th, and the average age for everybody that comes to this is 80. So this is just a good oh, idea. Oh Sound. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Policy. Yeah. A sound policy. It tends to be an older crowd that goes to the American Film Institute. Julie Andrews is being celebrated and she's like, nah, let's just... Move it back to early summer when everything gets going. So, anyway, they... And she's 84 herself. She's 84. (laughs) Now, the AFI CEO said this move will allow our full attention to focus on the many gifts that Julie Andrews has given the world. And also, hopefully, you know, everything calms down and all of that is really what he's saying. Mm -hmm. All right, listen, it's time to go because we got the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, what are we talking about? Jeez. We, we really haven't tied. I mean, it's a chef's been all surprise. Over. We've been all over the place. Yeah, you know, I have. did kind of want to follow up with the uh, conversation thread that we had before the break, and that's Hollywood's reaction to coronavirus. So if you haven't been paying attention to the news, just updating you right now that uh, the country of Italy is essentially under quarantine right now because of coronavirus. So the prime minister issued that uh, earlier this afternoon. Now, it was just uh, parts of northern Italy, including Milan and Venice, that were under quarantine, but now the whole country is. And the country of Israel is quarantining all people coming into the country for two weeks. If you're entering the country of Israel, you mandatory have to go to quarantine for a couple weeks. So, you know, this is, yeah. So there's a lot of serious consequences that are happening sag aftra the actors union is canceling most in-person meetings amid coronavirus concerns um, looking at the hollywood reporter right now the walt disney family museum in san francisco is closed possible coronavirus exposure happening at that museum in san francisco oh dear. and it, you know people are being proactive in the way that they can prevent the spread of coronavirus so this is a real thing uh, the hollywood reporter speculating will older moviegoers avoid movie theaters after the CDC advisory on crowds. You know, that's all of these things that we do on an everyday basis, just thinking about how many people you may encounter on any given day. Yeah, no, I mean, it's we're a service economy, the United States is, and you just think of everybody who works in the hospitality and restaurant and the people that rely on tips from people who are traveling oh, and yeah. hotel. I mean, it really can be quite, uh, uh, you know... I don't know. You just realize how interconnected yeah. we all really mm-hmm. are. It's, it's going to have a major impact on the economy. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it already has, but it's going to Yeah. Back, you know. Yes. So that is happening oh, right now. Boy. You know what else is happening? And I didn't get a chance to talk to you guys about this, Lori and Julia, uh, because you guys were gone on Friday. But then over the weekend, all of the fabulous outfits Meghan Markle has been wearing over the weekend. She was showing oh. them what they were missing because she brought out the bright, the sleek line. Because remember, she tried d- dressing fusty and frumpy a little bit, trying to yes. follow Kate yes. with buttons and bows. Yes. <laughs> and now she ditched all of that. And it's like, look. Look what you are missing. Yes, Lori is holding up the picture from Saturday night. Meghan Markle wearing a red gown with a cape matching Prince Harry's military jacket. Yeah. It is fabulous. Well, they're wrapping up their senior royal duties in London. Their, this, their last royal duty happening today. That was the Commonwealth Day service. And British tabloids are trying to make some kind of feud happen between Prince Harry, Meghan, 
William and Kate. They're assessing their body language. Yeah. They're looking at the way that they're talking to each other. And it's you're much ado about nothing, I feel, at this point. Yeah, I, I, I do, too, because, uh, I mean, she she that was a deliberate choice on these bright colors that she yes. wore and the smiling and the one on Thursday when we left when they were in the rain with the raindrops. I mean, it was just, they're probably so happy to be out of that dusty, futsy family. Yeah. And you you, know? the only body language that you can read into Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, what they're doing is the hand holding. Yeah. Because the hand holding, I believe, is against royal protocol. But since they're easing their way out of their yeah. senior royal duties, they're holding hands they just and smiling. They're so happy and happy and just wow they look good and i don't know i i love that you know she was making the rounds uh at at uh you know one of her one of her charities that she used and spoke at a school and uh, oh. they're gonna they 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 the royal family is gonna miss these two yes they are those kids they're just doing so well for themselves yeah. oh we're gonna take a little bit of a 180 turn here and okay. we're gonna talk about a story that's on page six this afternoon that amanda Bynes has been ordered into a psychiatric facility oh that poor kid yeah so uh this after meeting with a judge over her conservatorship case amid her split from her fiance fiance, fiance, fiance like yeah, his name is paul michael uh, this is according to multiple reports uh a source close to the situation tells The Blast that a secret court hearing was held last week involving both Amanda Bynes's parents and Michael and Bynes's parents, who have been her conservators. That's what I yes, she had conservators. They weren't legally permitting her to marry Michael. So it's yeah. like, Amanda, you can say all you want. You can say that you're going to marry this guy, but ultimately we're still your conservators. Yeah. We still have control over yeah. those major, major life decisions. Oh, poor Amanda. Yeah. She's Louise. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you guys got a chance to talk about this notable obituary in the world of Hollywood, Max von Snydow. Is that how you say his name? We didn't know how to say his That's name. That's how you said it, Lori. Is it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I said Max von Snydow. You got it. I don't think I said it right. <laughs> no, you said I love it right. him. Yeah. Star of The Seventh Seal and The Exorcist, among other films, passed away at the Third age Eye of Raven. 90. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank Third you, Eye Raven. Raven. You're right. On Game of Thrones. That's... Here, two Oscar nominations and starred in 11 films directed by Ingmar Bergman. He was 90 years old. Oh, he did that many movies with he, Ingmar Bergman? 11 films. Mm. Right. I always thought that Max von, von Snydow was always an old man because he wears old man prosthetics in The Exorcist. Yes, he and does. So, like, he did look like yeah, he was in his right. 60s yeah. then. So in the 1990s <laughs> and the 2000s, I'm You're like, like what? How, He's still alive? I'm like, how the hell is this person <laughs> even still, still alive? alive. Oh I don't know, but a life well lived <sighs> for Max. All right, listen, we come back. It's time for a little Sex Monday news. What's happening on the road? Well, I can do the traffic here. A couple of things to talk about. Uh, on your My Talk traffic this afternoon, let's go to 52 Northbound, where a spun out vehicle is in Invergrove Heights. You want to watch out? Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex for now. To the people at home or in the crowd. It keeps coming up anyhow. Don't be coy, avoid, or make void the topic. Because that ain't going to Oh my gosh, we've got silly things today, but yes, uh, rule number 34 is it's known online. If something exists or you can imagine it, there's probably porn on the internet. That's right. That's right. (laughs) That's right. That's That's right. Coronavirus porn is a thing. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Yep, there are now hundreds of porn videos of people getting dirty wearing hazmat suits and masks. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> Not even oh, kidding no. you. No. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's there. And although, of course, it is a, a, absolutely a crass move for erotic content creators to be cashing in on it. One videographer said it's a lighthearted way to raise uh, awareness. We thought but we could use our po- porn as an avenue to get some legitimate information out there to get people interested. And But if you are actually in quarantine, of course, for... For the coronavirus, it's advised that you avoid sex altogether. Well, TMZ is reporting that two of the top strip clubs in the country are doing their part to protect patrons from coronavirus. Uh So this is what's happening. Little Darlings in Las Vegas. Love the name. Mm -hmm. Just announced that they're giving away 50,000 bottles of free hand sanitizer. Well, one for people in. One for each paying customer <laughs> while supplies last. So that's where the supply went. Yeah, it went to <laughs> yeah. Little Darlings. Yeah, wow. Also, Deja Vu Showgirls in Tampa, Florida, is giving away free face masks to the first 10,000 paying customers, and they have some delightful graphics to go with uh, it. Yes. So yeah. So that's that's <laughs> happening. And um, if if you didn't know what Rule Thirty Four was, it is if something exists or you can imagine it, there's porn on it. It's true. It's true. It's just true. Just understand that <laughs> that is true. The internet is built on porn, <laughs> right? And Grateful Dead bootleg tapes. Yeah, that's it. That is it. Now <laughs> this is the most ridiculous thing I saw today. As it came, as as it relates to sex, but. Um, there's actually a new dating website. It is for men and women and it is called dinky one. And it is for small penis dating. Oh Oh, yeah. Yep. That's right. But I say to the dudes (laughs) out there who are worried about the size, little dinky. Yeah. Dinky one. (laughs) Oh, dinky Dinky one. one. But no, I say just... if you are a dude and you're worried about the size of your partner, if your partner has told you you're just fine, believe them. Yes. Believe that yes. person, okay? Don't buy into this hype. But um, yes, apparently this is a site, this dating site uh, was started uh, to to so that people would know where they could find small penises. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and they already have thirty thousand members. Twenty-seven percent. Interesting I, choice of word. I know it. <laughs> members, members, I know. They have thirty thousand paid subscribers. There we go. Okay, twenty-seven percent identify as women. Seventy-one percent as as guys. When people sign up, they can choose from. 24 gender identities, they can remain anonymous, and there's no nude or overtly sexual images, but, um, you know, there are people that just, you know, are looking for a smaller penis. They're looking for nub? They're looking, that's right, Julia. (laughs) Really? Yes. Oh, man. In all the right places. That's right. But I'm just going to say, though, if your partner does say that you're fine the way you are, believe that person. Yes. Thank you very much. It is not always bigger, it's not always better. No, that's true. They say on dinky1.com. Yes. That there is such a wide variety of things and that, you know, you're putting it out there, so to speak, so to speak, so that you can date 
anxiety free. All right. I like it. Well, now I don't know I, about the dating anxiety free because, uh, according, at least this is coming from down under the country, Australia, um, they, there's a, a Monash University did, um, uh, some research with 7,000 Australian women between the ages of 18 and 39. And they found that um, because 50% of women, of those women, uh, they are not, they're stressed and unhappy about their sex lives. Oh, I know. Oh, no. That's a lot. I mean, that is a lot. A lot, 50%. And, but what they did, they kind of, the the research they wanted but the number one thing is because depictions of section sexuality in the media are so idealized and unrealistic real life between the sheets leads to people having a body image and they're uncomfortable and of course 18 to 39 maybe the younger people were even a little bit more but uh, uh the pressure to live up to these stereotypes is causing serious stress to many young women that's very unfortunate i know but do you believe it i absolutely I, believe I it, it especially Jeez. when you're younger because you just you simply can't have the experience Right. And you gain the knowledge from the right. experience that right. like everybody jiggles weird yeah. in some way or another. And it doesn't matter. Exactly. It doesn't matter. A particular a kind of an interesting finding was that was that uh, women who reported habitually monitoring their appearance and looking at how they looked and being very focused on how they looked while they're having sex or just in general just in general and that those women who are always check being monitored very keenly aware that those are the women who are less sexually assertive and are actually more self-conscious uh during any kind of intimate act with a partner because then you're thinking about how you look like right. never never that's, think about that's right how you look like when mm-hmm. you're doing all that kind of stuff, because that is just a, that is a mood killer. That is a mood killer. <laughs> when you start to get a yeah. little meta about what's happening, yeah, it's either you're going to just get sad, right, or you're going to start laughing hysterically at the absurdity of all of it. Just don't think about it. I know it. <laughs> so anyway, I just oh. got to believe that you know the young women of Australia probably, uh, you know, match what happens, you know, with any other woman in any other country. And we want sexual well-being yes. to be a fundamental human right. That's right, Lori. That's right. Preach. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. This was published in the Journal of Fertility and Sterility. Just so you know. Where it's, le- my- it's legit. It's legit. You didn't Let's find it on, a, on it a wet copy of Cosmopolitan That's, from 1987. That <laughs> is correct. Now, I don't know if... Uh, Our our little dater isn't here, but one of the horrible realities (laughs) of modern dating is someone on a date whipping out their phone while the other person has gone to the restroom or whatever, gone to freshen up to look and see if anything else has happened. Like, is anyone else, like, better out there? Yeah, well, the dating (laughs) app Hinge wants people to stop doing that, so they're offering people $100 to go on a date and not use their phone. I could do that now. I'm ready to go. Are you ready to go? <laughs> anyway, yeah. that seems like a very 
they're not swiping necessarily to find another date. You know what they're doing is they're talking to their friend and giving them the play-by-play mm-hmm. of the date that's actually happening. Yeah, yeah. It's either making a strategic plan to save me, please, yes. like get me the hell out of here, yeah. or it's writing some kind of review to other friends, and they're all sitting there in the group chat, and they want to know how it's going. Yeah, that's I wouldn't true. think that you would be so crass as to be looking for another date while you're on oh, the I do. date. Oh, I oh, do. I do. Too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I do for yeah. sure. Oh, that's yeah. so sad. But when someone is truly single and <laughs> they're ready to mingle, you got to keep all avenues open. Huh? Time I mean, is I've money. Done, I've done some back-to-back dates before. Yeah, do a little thing in the afternoon, do a little thing in the evening, but not simultaneously planning. Well, I mean that is just too much. Well, you're a better person. That's right. I'm just, <laughs> no, it's, I'm not a better person. I'm just tired. Mm-hmm. And lazy. <laughs> Yes, it's lazy. Well, that could be. I mean, I could, I could totally, uh, uh, I could totally understand that. I'm just going to give you one arousing sex fact for today because I think we just need uh, an arousing one. Remember a couple weeks ago, I, I, um, I did the. I reminded everybody that the word clitoris is Greek for divine and goddess-like because uh, I felt like that should be I do remember should be known. Well, that's beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? It is. Um, now, this today's fascinating sexual fact that is true, and maybe you are one of those lucky people, someone who's listening, the people who can orgasm while working out thanks to rep- uh, repetitious core movement. Those are the lucky bastards of the world. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, you're not even in a spin class? Yeah, you don't have the bicycle seat. To Just get whatever to. you're doing, <laughs> bouncing on the ball. But some people are doing it. Are those people bragging about it? We don't know. You'd brag yeah. about it to close friends and maybe a family member. The strangest thing happens to me. Every time I go on the stair stepper, oh, I just feel I feel giddy all over. And I'm getting funny feelings. I'm turning a nice shade of pink. Well, that makes my oh. naughty parts tingle. That's oh. right. Oh, boy. All right, listen. When we come back, we got the rest of the stories. Miss a My Talk moment? You can always stream or download your favorite show as a podcast. Wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk Keyword Podcast. Every single time I find it hard to... Kate Middleton and Prince William for their cold, cold greeting to Harry and Meghan at oh, Westminster really? Abbey. Ooh. Yes. What, what's, uh, what's up? Well, just people were like, why were William and Kate so cold? They barely... Kate didn't even greet Meghan. Oh. And she, they were already sitting down. So, do you think it could be one of those things where Kate thought that Meghan and Harry want their space? They want no. Do you <laughs> greet people when you go to sit down in a church? If you don't know them, you nod down. Yeah. If you know them, you give a nods up, nod a up, little wave. Right. Yeah, yeah. This body language, but at least Harry and Meghan aren't getting yelled at about it. But people are actually mad at William and Kate. That's so petty. Well, well, it is. It is totally petty. Kate looks really, really looks mad because she is going to have to work now that these two royals have left. <laughs> okay, that's, that's right. Because you've dragged Kate Middleton in the past for having the she's the lightest, lazy, she's the, the laziest la- lazy, royal. She's the, la- the laziest royal, the without laziest a doubt. Royal. 
Oh, yeah. well, she's True. been definitely mm-hmm. working over. And uh, Kate's been up. Or getting up. Kate has been upstaged by Meghan Markle at every outfit t- turn. Yeah, that's, because that's... Meghan Markle has had impeccable style this past weekend, and Kate Middleton was wearing a weird headband from the eighties when yeah. she was in Ireland. She is going in a frump direction yeah, very with some so. of her outfits. Very matronly. Now, buttons she, and bows. Yes. She does so many buttons and bows. She <laughs> loves like a triple row of buttons on a jacket and the bows. And oh, man, I like this. I like these capes that Megan's been rocking. Oh, oh man. They're well, fabulous. They're safely back in Canada now. So. Are they already flew home? I think already? they already Bye. have. Yeah. We're getting the heck out of there. They're out of there. there. Well, um, the blast got um, uh, a hold. I don't know how they're getting this stuff, but um, they they got some uh, text messages that were uh, between Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, both of them confiding in their CAA talent agent, a person by the name of Christian Carino. And how do we know him? Engaged to Lady Gaga. Right. Right. So he uh, apparently he because he was both of their agents, he was trying to this was back in July of whatever it was, 2016, 2017. He was trying to get the two people, the couple to sit down and and where they could hash things out face to face because things were getting so um, volatile. After they had that for anyway, so the blast got all these uh, all these text messages, and uh, he even in these text messages, you know, he's adamantly denying that he ever, um, you know, hit her, hit what, Amber Heard. What do you think is going to happen with these cases? So we've got the fifty million dollar defamation lawsuit that's happening that Johnny Depp has against Amber Heard. I. Then, yeah, I think Amber Heard might be regretting listening to the advice of whoever told her to write the op-ed uh-huh. after she signed her divorce pe- papers and got her $7 million, which she turned around and donated. But she might have violated something in that because Johnny Depp is going full you know, right? Full. He's he's just like you have wrecked my career because now people think I'm a wife beater. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are going to settle, or do you think that this is going to make its way into the courtroom? Well, she better hope she keeps her um, mermaid job or whatever it is in Aquaman. <laughs> right, right. Because her reputation at this point, with all the stories that we're hearing. I would say Amber Heard's reputation has been Isn't tarnished a, just just as much as Johnny Depp's, and as much as like. Who's going to want to work with these people? Yeah, right, right. No, I'm sure that she wishes that she had not re- uh, written that op-ed in the Washington um, Post because that seems to be the thing. Because he's is also suing a, a a paper in England right. for libel or whatever, mm-hmm. and then he's got the separate thing with her. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the the terrible text messages that somebody got a hold of. Um, where, you know, like you're blowing off steam to a friend and you're being very frank and he's like doing that. She's doing the same thing. But all of those text messages came from Johnny Depp's lawyers and they accidentally sent them to Amber Heard, which is why Johnny Depp had to fire those lawyers <laughs> like a year ago because it wasn't supposed to go to Amber Heard's mm-hmm. attorney. 
He's really... Oh, boy. Yeah, I know it. Led Zeppelin had a big win in court today. Oh, all right. What did oh, they win finally for? Finally, Stairway to Heaven? Is finally. that right? Is that finally. been under Yes, it's dispute? still going on. Yes. So Led Zeppelin scored a big victory today in their copyright battle over the song Stairway to Heaven. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals upheld a jury verdict finding the song did not infringe on the 1968 song Taurus. This has been going on in court since 2014. Wow. So this all began when a journalist filed suit on behalf of the estate of the former or the late frontman of the band Spirit. The lawsuit alleged that the opening riff to Stairway to Heaven was lifted from Spirit's 1968 songs, Taurus. So this has been an appeals. Today they said, no, 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 Led Zeppelin did not rip off that song. Go on, fellas. Keep giving your songs to Cadillac commercials. Go forth and profit. <laughs> did we ever play that? Did we do we both did. those riffs? And yeah, did we, was our ruling no? Uh, it was I'll no. See if I can find the it. Katy Perry Dark Horse. And Which one? What, what was the Dark Horse, that was a Christian, uh, uh, this oh, guy. That, that yeah, sounded yeah, exactly yeah. like it. And the Marvin Gaye song. Let's get the party started, whatever that's called. We got to get it on. Got to get it on. When yeah. I first heard the Pharrell and what was the, uh, the uh, what's his name? Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke song. Blurred, Blurred lines. lines. It sounded, yeah. I thought it was the opening of the Marvin Gaye. It sounded exactly like that. There was one recently too. I think it was an Ariana Grande song. It might be for Seven Rings, but whatever the hook was, she lifted that from somebody else. Yeah, and we played those back to back. And Wasn't it sounding, but wasn't it... Uh, Sound of Music? Well, she credited Rogers and Hammerstein. No, it wasn't Sound of Music. Because it's after after that. Yeah, if you don't credit Rogers and Hammerstein in your song, that estate's going to come after you and they're going to sue you. If you're an unknown musician... Right, that's so true. ...with just a hook and a beat, it's easier to pay you off and settle when the song is a hit rather than ask permission and then try to get you entangled into the profits because I'm sure it's a smaller cut if you just settle with them. You're like, here's $100,000, shut up and let us go in peace. So, I mean, that's what I assume probably is the mindset of people like that. Don't rip people off. Can we just say that? What happened to Pete Davidson? Why wasn't he on SNL this weekend? Is there anything to be done about that? Is there kind of a... He was... uh, MIA is that he's not on every week. I just think it sometimes means you didn't write a good sketch. He either didn't make the cut or maybe he's doing a little self-care. Oh, that's what I would read into it either. Yeah, his skits didn't make the cut and he wasn't on screen this week. So maybe much ado about nothing. All right. Well, let's hope you have an evening. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Shred. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton, motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.